Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I think the beauty of relationships is that they offer you a mirror and an opportunity for your personal growth. They will shine light on your imperfections, on your insecurities, on your opportunities as well. And if we choose to take them, they can be a great place for exponential growth. What's up, guys? I'm Drea Renee, and welcome to Open Late Podcast. I'm super excited to be here with you guys, and I have an awesome guest today. Her name is Quine Foray. She's an author, spiritual healer, poker player, and creator of the most amazing content ever. So I'm super happy to have her here, and she's going to share her journey about spirituality, relationships, struggles she's overcome, and it's going to be amazing. So let's get into it with Quine Foray. Thank you, guys. I'm super excited. We are here with the lovely, beautiful Quine Foray. She's an author, spiritual healer, content creator, poker player, all the things, and Miss Universe Cafe herself is here with us today. Quine, thank you so much for being here and sharing your light and bringing your joy. Can we talk about what's on your shirt real quick? Yeah, it says, uh, stay wild at heart. That is you, Quine, in a nutshell. Would you say that is you in a nutshell? Yeah. It really is. It yeah. really is. I'm yeah. pretty wild at heart. I believe in expressing your heart. I believe in sharing your heart. I believe in living from your heart. So I embody this phrase. It is actually one of my favorite shirts. I've had this shirt for like 100,000 years. I, I love, love that it. you wore it because it truly is who you are. And I was super excited to bring you on because I've known you for a while and you always radiate such joy and such happiness as you maneuver around the world in every room that you walk into, you just bring so much light. And I thought, you know, for sure, I know I bring a light, but I met you and I thought, whoa, the sun is shining so bright through your spirit and your soul. And I wanted to bring you on because when you see people that are walking around and we're happy and we're on and we're doing all the things, obviously we're still human and we go through things and we struggle with wanting to control things and people pleasing and show how these things show up in relationships and just somebody who is always coming from that happy place. How do you navigate the struggles that still come up for you, even though you're radiating from this positive place within your relationships, your romantic relationships, your friendships, all the things? Yeah, that's a really good question because I've done a lot of work in my life around that in the sense of how do I maintain my peace, <laughs> my joy, while still allowing myself to have foster connections and be there for other people and give my light, which is one of my favorite things to do. And it is a beautiful, delicate balance. And it does start with self-awareness and self-understanding. And I've been spending time with myself, loving on myself, being with myself. I travel with myself. You know, I spend mm -hmm. good time. I take myself on dates, honey. Like I 
spoil myself. And through this relationship that I've developed with me, now it helps me foster even better relationships with the people I love and creating boundaries and being okay with saying, I love you and no. I love you and no. I really want to say that again, because I think that is something that a lot of us, especially those listening, struggle with because keeping those boundaries, but also keeping that joy and that authenticity to yourself can be such a struggle. So what are the things that you Mm -hmm. do for your own self-care? And was that always comfortable for you to keep those boundaries with people? It's a practice. It's a constant practice. But I have found that the more I practice that practice of saying no with love, of Mm. prioritizing my mental health, prioritizing my self-care, the more the people around me respect those boundaries. Because if you don't set the boundary, no one knows what your boundary is. So people will be like, oh, well, someone's pushing my boundary. But it's like, have you actually clearly identified what that boundary is and have you communicated it? They may just not know. And for them, they may feel like, oh, well, you always did that. So you'll always do that. And without that level of communication, I think we do ourselves and our loved ones a disservice because people who care about you, they care about you. They want you to be happy. They don't want to push your boundaries. Not all the time. You know, we're talking about a special group here. There are people who push your boundaries and maybe those shouldn't be your friends. Okay. But the people who really care care about you, they want you to be happy. They want you to be whole. They want you to feel good. And if you don't trust them with your truth, then you never give them the opportunity to support you in your truth. So for me, it starts with clear understanding. Again, that self-awareness, like what makes me feel energized, you know, Mm. and what makes me feel drained? And we all do things that make us feel drained sometimes, you know. Sometimes you got to do it. But if there's a consistent thing, I'm not going to consistently put myself in a place where I leave feeling drained. It's just not going to happen, period. And those moments that you did do that where you were feeling drained and, and how long did it take you to get to the place that you are now? Because, you know, some people listening aren't in that place yet, right? And, and, and you have to give yourself the grace to get to that place. And, and it's okay if you're not there yet, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a journey. I'm not where I'm going to be, but I'm, I'm farther along than I was, right. You know, it's a journey. And you mentioned a really powerful word there about giving ourselves grace and us as Virgos, Dre and I are Virgo queens. Virgo power. (laughs) Grace is, I think a powerful word for us. I know it's a powerful word for me when it comes to being gentle with myself, allowing myself the space to Maybe I didn't get it this time, but I'm going to get it next time. You know, I missed that opportunity to say that thing I needed to say, and I end up doing something I didn't even really want to do. Okay, next time. That's okay. And it's taken me many, many opportunities that I've not taken to get to a place where it's like, you know, the next time I'm going to make sure I do this, and the next time I did it. And Mm -hmm. it feels so freeing to give that gift of clarity to the people you love. And I've had, I can't even tell you how many people have come to me and said, you know what? Thank you for telling me that. I had no idea. I had no idea. I just, I was just trying to include you or I just thought, or I just thought, and I was doing it out of my own love, you know? And now that I know that that's a boundary for you, clear. Thank you. 
Thank you. Like, thank you for sharing that. Thank Thank you. you. We'd be surprised how many things we're doing thinking, you know, if we don't, the other person's going to be like extraordinarily upset when that's not necessarily the case. We create a lot of stories on our own. We create a lot of outcomes in our minds that don't exist. Oh my gosh. Amen to that. And when you do have these Virgo brains or just, you know, fast moving, obsessive thinking, sometimes wanting to nitpick and control everything kind of brains, you really have to, I know at least in my, the way my mind works, I have to step outside of my brain and be an objective, like outlook on it. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, okay, these, my thoughts have to go over there. I got to compartmentalize all this. Otherwise I get wrapped up in the wave of believing every single thought that I have, right? And right. That, that is not and it. And they're just thoughts in your own mind. They're not real. Actually. They're not real. They're not real. Until, until we call them into reality. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just thoughts. And when we're creating scenarios that don't exist and the many infinite outcomes, and generally we're looking at it from a negative lens, Like, oh no, this is going to go badly. I encourage myself not to play the story out, period. Don't play the story out. Just take the next step that you need to do to actually move forward in the narrative. So I will give an example. There was a a family trip that my mom was going on. And at the time I was feeling just mentally, physically exhausted. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have it. I didn't have the spoons. I really didn't have what it, what I needed to be able to like, go and participate in the way that I also feel like people would expect me to show up. And I told my mom I had to think about it and I knew she was going to be upset. And I was like, mom, I can't go. I just can't do it. Wow. I just can't do it. Yeah. And she was, she was disappointed actually. She was disappointed, but she's my mom. She loves me. At the end of the day, she wants me to be healthy and happy. Right. Bottom line. And because I was self-aware with myself and I've spent this time with myself, I know what my signs feel like. When I'm energy rich, I'm excited about it. I want to do it. My body is like every signal inside my physiological state is yes. That's somatic response. good about it. Yes. And when I'm not, I, my heart pounds fast. My mind races. I have this feeling like if I do this and then I have the outcome that I knew I was going to have, then I'm going to talk shit about myself to myself. I'm going to end up in that spiral. I went through all the scenarios. I was like, you know, I don't want to end up in that place where I told myself so. Exactly. So let me just go ahead and do what I know I need to do. And that journey of trusting your instinct, right? Building that muscle. Because as you say, I'm sure there's many times as those that struggle with keeping their boundaries and, and, and keeping those promises to yourself when you, when you go beyond that and you say, okay, I'm going to go on the trip. And then you have a terrible time. And then you think to yourself, man, I should have just stayed at home. My gut told me that. Talk to me about that journey for you of trusting your instinct and believing in yourself, what that's been like for you. We already know how I feel about that, Drea. I am (laughs) a huge advocate for trusting our instincts. I mean, little side note, my mom went to that trip and she got COVID and spent the whole time in a hotel with COVID. No. I think she got a plane on the way over there, which is terrible. She She's okay. But that would have been me. We would have been stuck in that room together, sick. And I commend myself for trusting my spirit to say, no, this ain't it. 
This ain't it. And I've had so many experiences in life where I trust that little instinct. It may or may not even make sense sometimes. Sometimes mm. it just doesn't even make sense at all. And I'm like, that's an odd one. I have no physical evidence to support why my spirit is telling me that this is the way I should go, but I'll give it a shot. I've I'll learned shot. enough that when I listen, things turn out exactly as they should. And when I don't listen, I end up regretting it a lot of times. Right. And I remember you told me the story I, about the airport, right? Where you, yes, that, that was a moment where something told you. you that one. Yes. I remember that story, right? Maybe you can tell us a little yeah, bit about that. Was that was a big there. trust in your instinct story. That was a huge one. And, and I will say that the more you practice that journey, it's a feedback loop. So you practice it, then you see the result and you're like, see, I knew it. That was awesome. I did that. And then the next time you're doubled down, you're like, well, the last time it worked out perfectly. So let me just trust myself. So I was on my way to Thailand mm -hmm. and end up in a detour in Manila because the plane before us crash landed. We had a layover in Manila. We had to divert to this other airfield. We finally make it to the Manila airport. 200,000 people are stranded in this airport. The phones aren't working because the cell towers are jammed. There's no hotels. There's the ATMs are overflowing. I mean, it was mayhem. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. And my partner at the time, we were trying to figure out like, how do we get enough money to, or cash? Cause the cabs didn't take cards to get to a hotel, even though they're all sold out. Cause mm -hmm. we have to stay there overnight. And he sits me in this place and he's like, okay, you wait right here. I'll be right back. Mind you, our phones aren't working or anything. I'm like, okay. And then this little voice in my head says, go out the door and make a right. Make a right. I'm like, I, like, oh, shoot. But I know well enough. I know what this voice sounds like because I've heard it so many times. Mm -hmm. like, but I don't want him to come back. And voice said, listen, go out the door. Make a right. Make a right. Make a right. I'm like, <laughs> all right. I walk out the door. I make a right. I look extremely lost. This lady is like, hi, can I help you with something? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I do need a hotel. And she's like, well, what's your name? And I tell her my name. She looks on her little clipboard. She's like, is this you? I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> she's like, well, perfect. This bus is going to take you to the hotel. It's paid for for the night. It comes with free breakfast in the morning. And then tomorrow, we'll bring you back here for your flight. And I, I forgot was like, it was paid for. We paid for. Yes. Wow. Like, if that's not confirmation, if that's not feedback loop, that was a big one for me. Because I almost didn't do it because of all of the other circumstances. Well, what about the phones? And what about this and right. then I said, well, I got to go back and meet him and bring him here. She said, we will wait for you as long as you need. You're good. I was mm. like, yo. That was wild, Drea. I mean. It was a big deal. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yes, and you in that voice, you get familiar with that voice. You start to learn that voice. And most importantly, you start to trust that voice. And I know you yeah. are definitely one of those people in my life that really just walks the walk and talks the talk of trusting yourself. And really just like I, I keep saying, radiating light, because a lot of, not everybody's doing that, Quinay. Not everybody's doing that. Okay. So well, that's this why they have us. That's why they have us. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, if you forget that there is light, we are here for you. <laughs> we are here. Exactly. Bask in the Quinay and the Drea. Okay. So I want to jump into some romantic relationships conversations because we talk about on this podcast struggles within people pleasing within those circumstances and, and crossing boundaries, losing yourself in relationships. We've all kind of struggled and, and been there and, and had to walk that walk. You are obviously have done so much personal work on yourself, but talk to me about a time when you were in a relationship and, you know, you weren't your best self and, and what you did to get through those times and where you are now. Yeah. I've been in relationships most of my adult life. I just realized I just got divorced officially last year, as you know, mm -hmm. and we were together for 12 years. And I think the beauty of relationships is that they offer you a mirror and an opportunity for your personal growth. They will shine light on your imperfections, on your insecurities, on your opportunities as well. And if we choose to take them, they can be a great place for exponential growth. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I learned about myself was that I was allowing myself to be a smaller version of myself because I was so Ooh. focused on my partner. And my partner's goals, and my partner's dreams, and you already know, you know, I, and I can do anything I can do, everything. I am everything. Yet I was allowing myself to be comfortable in this space. And this has nothing to do with him. He always encouraged me to shine, but I was kind of putting my goals to the side to try to like help him with his dreams and goals. Now I do think as a good wife and a good partner, I value a lot of that, but I also now having this time with myself recognize mm -hmm. just how much of that I had imposed upon myself. And I'm making sure that as I step into my next potential relationship, wherever that may be, that I keep that space to myself. You know, after I got divorced, I married myself, right? You know that. I had honey. a full on ceremony. Yeah. Honey, I love that. Say yeah. that one more time for the people in the back. In the back. I married myself. I wrote vows to myself. I had a ceremony on the beach in Tulum. I wore white. <laughs> I have a ring. <laughs> honey, I love you. I love you. Yeah. You did all the things. Like Let but you know what? And you wore that white bikini. Okay. I just want to take a moment and give you a little bit of applause, Kone, because you deserve it. You deserve it. That is for you, girl. That is Thank for you. you. I love that. Marrying yourself. That's a big oh, that's deal, Kone. Yeah. 
It is. And until I did it, I didn't realize how important it really was having those vows to myself. You know, we make vows to our spouses and our partners. We have vows with God. We have vows to our our family members, our children, all these people that we've made all these promises to. But have we really taken the time to make those promises to ourselves? And I think that's something that, you know, you're your best friend. You're your most best friend. You should be. Right. You keep your promises with everybody else. We're always trying to like (sighs) do things for other people. What about you? What about us? And I think that taking that time to understand what it is that you really need in that vow is important. And then honoring it and not wavering for honoring it, honor that vow. Keep that promise. That's important. And that is how you build that self-esteem and that worth and that value system for yourself by keeping those promises to yourself. Even if it's something as simple as, I'm gonna make my bed every single day this week. And what's so interesting about something so small like that is that you may think in your mind initially, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But when you actually take the action to do it and you see how you feel, just like you took the steps to take those vows to Quine, and, and, and that was probably really transformative. Really transformative. And you're right. And it's the incremental growth that I think sometimes we discount. We want to jump from like here all the way up to here. But it's like, you know, but if you just go like little steps like this, you'll, you'll get there and you won't have to like bust your quads so badly. And you'll still get there. And you'll learn along the way. And I love your point about making the bed every day because I, I make my bed every morning. But some mornings, you know, I don't. But I don't beat myself up over it. The next exactly. day I wake up, I'll just, I'll do it today. You know, it's not like, oh shit, I didn't do it. I'm terrible. Oh my God, I'm never going to do it. It's like, actually, no, I missed a day. It's all good. Tomorrow, I got this. And I wake up exactly. and I make the bed. Exactly. That's what I really am passionate about on this podcast, because I really want to speak to those people that can sometimes live in shame for certain behaviors or certain things that they feel like they can't talk to anybody about. And I always say, this is the circle of acceptance. This is the place for the hot messes. And I accept (laughs) everyone as it is. This is the circle for the hot mess expresses, the black sheeps of love. Please come here. I accept you. Okay. All those stories you can't tell people, come tell them here because I'm available for it. So when you are working on your own self journey and you're doing all these things, and now we're going to go out into the world and we're dating and we're looking at our partners and we're looking at what that looks like. How has that changed over the years from you? Maybe say, you know, 10 years ago, what your list was, what you were focusing on Mm -hmm. versus what you're looking at and focusing on now as you've evolved over the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, you know, I think my baseline characteristics might be very similar because I, as a light being, a light bearer, a lighthouse, a light worker, understanding that I've understood that for a long time, I do have qualities that I look for in a spouse, a mate, a partner. I feel like now approaching it, I want to emphasize how important it is that my partner also has done their work. Because that's not something you can do for anyone. Nobody did my work. I have more work to do. I couldn't do my husband's work. He got to do that work. I love that you say husband. Husband is for the husband that was, for those who do not know, a husband. Thank you, Quine. Love. You're welcome. (laughs) So we all have to do our work. and, And having someone who's at least 
in that journey and understands that is really important for me because as we shine lights on each other in that vulnerable state, it's uh, it gives us the opportunity to do the work. But if 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 we're if I'm shining the light on him and he ain't doing his work, it ain't gonna work. It just ain't gonna work. So it is not gonna it's actually work. Actually, interesting. I am dating. It is fun. I'm meeting Ooh, lots of different about this. people. Dating is fun. I'm actually always been really good at dating. People be like, "Oh, dating in LA is hard." I'm like, I don't know. Quinna, you literally talk to everyone all the time, anytime, anyplace. So yes, dating is probably very easy for you. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. This is true. But it's it's an energy thing. And if I saw, if I say that something's going to be difficult, you better believe it's going to be difficult because that's the way I'm approaching it. So that's what I'm going to see. And that's what I'm going to be presented. So I go into it saying, Oh, there are a plethora of eligible men with my criteria who love to spoil me and take me on dates and I appreciate it. And right. Such and so it is. You know, so and, su- and then it I appears. The and then there it appears. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me yeah. about the power of words. Uh, and what and what do you do to kind of, you know, keep that in in, in the forefront? Because I think Here's the thing. There's all these things that we do, right, that we want to keep in our lives on a consistent basis. But sometimes there's so much that it, it gets jumbled. You don't do everything every day. But what, what are the, some of the things, like, for instance, the words that you're using and how conscious you are of that? What are the, some of the things that you do on a daily basis that you're like, this is what I'm checking off every single day, and this is what's keeping me yeah. in check? Yeah. Have you heard the phrase abracadabra? Yes. Yes, everybody's heard it. Presto, you know. Of course. Magic. That word is a real word. It's a word in Aramaic, an ancient word. And what it means is I create as I speak. That's why it's called spelling when you write letters and create words. It is casting literal spells. And I believe this to be true. Oh my God, it just clicked. Spelling. Just click. Spelling. <laughs> She's like, Ooh. spelling, honey. Spelling. We are all creating spells, whether we know it or not. You don't even have to be conscious of the fact that you're doing it for it to occur. But it's so happening. Being, it's happening regardless of whether you know it or not. You are casting spells. We're all casting spells. I am casting spells constantly. So the fact that I am aware of that I am very conscious of the spells that I cast. I speak life into myself, even when I'm scared and terrified. And I get scared. I get scared just like anybody else would. I do big shit. You know, I'm doing things in the world and putting myself out there and shining light on people. And in my solitude, I have moments where I am terrified that God has put this big, purpose on my heart and this calling on me it's sometimes it's overwhelming but I know that God wouldn't give me anything greater than I could handle first of all and I know how to cast spells so even mm. in those moments where I'm feeling doubtful of myself or unsure I speak life into myself I say you know what I might not know how I'm going to get this done but I'm going to get it done I have every tool that I need to succeed. I have done it before and I will do it again because I am powerful. Mm. I am creation. 
I am the conduit for God and I'm going to deliver through my creativity, through my light, through my love to humanity. And I just say these things out loud. I say them in the mirror to myself. I speak affirmations to myself. I speak positively about the outcomes that I seek. Mm -hmm. I also do things like scripting and writing things down because that's one of the most powerful ways to manifest through pen to paper. Actually, I absolutely tonight, agree with you. I absolutely agree. I really love that you highlighted pen to paper because I think in this world today, we're always in the notes sections. And even when I have written down, you know, even if I did a pros and cons list or if I did a, you know, things I'm looking forward to in 2024 or whatever it is, there is a different mm -hmm. cathartic experience on writing it down on the paper, like your pen and your hand moving versus, you know, there, there's a big disconnect on the phone. And so that leads me to my next question of modern dating, right? So in this world now, mm -hmm. with the online dating and the swiping and the people are disposable and, and on to the next, if this person doesn't do, you know, what they say they're going to do, what has your experience been like mm -hmm. with dating? And do you find that has really changed the, the dynamics within dating now that people feel like they have so many options and they can just go on to the next person. Has that shown up for you? And, and what's your experience been like? I can't say that I have, honestly, because okay. I feel like energetically I'm attracting people that value my presence as Amen. I value their presence. And even if we decide that we're not going to pursue anything romantic, a lot of the people I end up dating, we end up staying as friends because they're beautiful people. We might right. not be in alignment like as lovers. But they're a beautiful person. I'm a beautiful person. We're like, you know what? Let's be friends. Let's be friends. Um, yeah. I so I haven't. I don't know if I have that experience yet, and I I I don't think I will encounter such a thing. Um, Not with everything you are speaking into the world, girlfriend. Exactly. Exactly. I think um, I'm speaking into the universe what I want to receive. Right. I wrote my manifestation list in October when I was okay. in. Um, it was my manifestation list. For your man. And for my man. My for man your man. Got it. Got it. Emphasis on the man. Huh? Emphasis on the man. And I wrote it in the present tense as all manifestations should be. As I if it's happening. It's here. It's it, happening. It already is. It's it not already is. I'm wishing for, hoping for. It's already here, relevant, presence, right now. Right now. So every line is like, my man is. Mm, my mm -hmm. man is. And so I'm very clear about who my man is and who I am to him and who we are together. And while I'm not in that, you know, someone will be like, well, where your man at? He's in my heart. He's in my soul. He is waiting for me. He is writing a list about me just as I'm writing that list about him and in the perfect time we will align in this physical reality but I feel him it's beautiful it's cute can't wait for us to go out <laughs> I love that I think of that too sometimes I think what's my husband doing right now what, what is what's he doing what's is he thinking about me <laughs> I know no. that he is I know that he is okay I'm so. sure some of the things we talk about in this podcast revolves around love and relationship codependency. For you, Quine, yeah, in your life, whether it be in your family, with your friends, romantically, 
Have you struggled with any codependent energy in your life um, in terms of those types of relationships? Because I know, look, we're Virgos. We like to fix. And just outside of being Virgos, we are just giving people who want to please others, right? And I know sometimes, especially when navigating the romantic part of relationships, which we touched on a little bit earlier, it can be really difficult. So has any of those things ever been challenging for you? Anything that you've struggled with in, in, in your life? I think I'm learning as I'm having this time with myself since my divorce. And I mentioned to you, I've been in relationships majority of my adult life. So I have to kind of take a step back and think about that. Like, why is that? Am I codependent in relationships? Do I like require that for my joy? And I've been intentionally not getting into another relationship while I iron that out. Because I think that's really important. Again, that awareness. And I, I never felt like I needed to be in a relationship to feel happy or complete or anything. But well, then why am I always in one? I'm in long term relationships, mind you, but still something to consider. And in my dating and sometimes in my friend circle, one of my best friends recently identified this. She calls it the broken bird syndrome. She's like, you bring these Ooh. broken birds. Like, to your let's point get about into it. Wanting to fix, wanting to fix people, help people who mm-hmm, who probably should be able to help themselves, but seeing their potential. And bypassing all of the red flags so that I can try to help them be the best versions of themselves, which I admire myself for that. But I'm also learning that that is a futile task and I can't do their work. You already know I can't. I can't do their work. So being really clear about that, my best friend and I, we made a pact. Because she does the same thing. I was like, okay, well, this is a mirror because you got a bunch of broken birds too. So... (laughs) We made it back together. <laughs> we are accountability partners. You like check your and our motto, honey. Okay, our motto is no more broken birds. Hashtag no more broken birds. Oh my god, we're gonna hashtag that in this episode. Hashtag yes. no more broken birds. I mean, this is a great. No. This is such a great topic because I always say that I wish you could see energy between people when you meet somebody and you're in a bar or you're out at a restaurant or whatever it is and you're drawn to someone and whatever broken parts of you that are are, are attracted to the broken parts of them and then right. if you're not conscious what shows up and then everybody's childhood trauma and inner child are just feeling ooh let's all hang out and do something you know Come fix me. Because I'm a fixer, girl. I will love to, I love to do a little fixation, you know. A little fixer upper, a little little fixer upper. DIY broken bird situation. And it's draining. Yes. At the end of the day, especially when that person is relying, is codependent on you to actually identify what they need to do, make a plan for them, but then they don't actually do the thing because if they were going to do the thing they probably would have did it already so they would have already done it yeah they would have already done it so I have to get out of my own way with that and I'm grateful that I have an accountability partner because it does keep me straight and she's like if I bring somebody and I to your point Drea I talk to everyone I meet all kinds of people and because we are so bright it's it's I'm like a magnet I attract wonderfulness and I also attract 
broken birds because they're like, oh my God, <laughs> maybe in, in the glow, I can bask in the glow and it can heal me. And I'm like, yes, yes, you can. It can. I shall. We can do this together. I will do whatever I can to help you. You know, I want to help. I want to help. But, um, there are so many other ways to help as well. And protecting my energy is what I'm learning is one of the best ways that I can help others. So I can show up as a whole person. So I can show up fully instead of having my energy drained by another situation. So exactly. Part and, of my and boundaries. It, exactly. I'm not answering this phone call today. They can leave a message. I'm not going to this thing because I need rest. And I don't want to put myself in that energetic situation. I'm not inviting this person because I don't want to. I am protecting this zone of energy. Oh. And it just is what it is. Those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. And especially living in Los Angeles, I don't necessarily want to highlight it, but I think that is something to highlight for this place because there's always an event going on or a, a thing, a brunch, a party, and there's a lot of a FOMO happening. And, and, you know, you don't have to go to everything. You don't have to say yes to everything. You can say no. You can take care of yourself because the codependency isn't just stopping at romantic relationships. This goes over into friendships too. Oh, I told her I would, but now I, you know, I'm not feeling this, whatever the thing may be. And at the end of the day, we have to take care right. of ourselves. Exactly. I think that goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. Anyone who cares about you wants you to take care of yourself. They want exactly. you to be okay. So if you can't go, even though you said you're going to go now, don't flake at the last minute. We don't like exactly. that. Exactly. No, no, but no, no, no. When you realize you're not up for it just be honest with yourself and be honest with the people and if they are your people for real they'll understand they and will if they understand. don't understand they guilt trip you and all that stuff then then honestly that might be another consideration they might not be your people they might not your be your people want you to be okay exactly Quine, you have been so wonderful. Uh, thank you just for being so vulnerable and, and just sharing so freely and beautifully and, and just being so eloquent. I mean, you really are a class act, okay? Um, the last question I want to ask you, with everything you know and all the work you've done, what advice would you, what would you say to your younger self? Like, what would you say to her before we close? Wow. I talk to her all the time still, too, actually. Hey, girl. She's hey, still young here. She's still here. <laughs> yeah. You know, your inner child, that young person inside yes. of you. Because I thought I was going to be retired by 30 and, you know. So did I. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? At, 20, um, at 21, I'm like, yeah, by 30, I'm just done, you know? Yeah. Over. Um, I would tell her that she's right on track and that. She should enjoy the journey because you never reach a destination and the journey. And I know we've all heard this, but it's so true. Like the journey, all those moments from here to wherever the hell we think we're going. This is the moment. This is the sweet spot. This is the good stuff. This is the fun stuff. And be really present in it and stop rushing to be somewhere else. Just be here now. It's the only thing that exists, period. And I would tell her that. And I would tell her that she's fully supported and she has nothing to be afraid of. She can do it. She can do anything. I love it. Yeah. Quinae, 
Thank you so much for being on Open Late Podcast. You have been the most amazing and I love you so much. And again, just thank you for just shining a light and always being so bright. I mean, you guys, Kone is always like this. This is just, this is real. (laughs) This is not an act. This is not a putting on. This is the real Kone. Let everybody know where they can find you and... Yeah. Yes, thank you for being here. You guys can connect with me, please. I love connecting with people, as we've already discussed. Um, <laughs> that is on Instagram at Quine Ferre, at Q-U-E-N-E-F-O-R-E-E. You can also see links to there to my new book, Spiritually Lit, which is on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, about shedding all of that programming from society and tuning in to your soul's purpose. And so I encourage all of you guys to check that out. Please shoot me a message. I love making friends. And thank you so much for having me on here, Drea. This is exciting. I love what you're doing. I love that you are choosing to spread your light in this way. We need you. We need thank you. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you, Quine. Thank you so much. You are just so amazing. So Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, do not forget, this is the circle of acceptance, the place for the hot mess expresses, the black sheeps of love. I am so excited you guys are here. I hope you found something beautiful from this. Make sure you hit that like, that follow, and that subscribe. I will see you guys all again next time. I'm Drea Renee, and this is Open Late. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.